what's in your cup? Yes, I asked, what's in your cup? What is your sustenance? What do you sip on to sustain you? What do you reach for to fill you? To refill you when you need a burst of energy or just need to be sustained for the day's activities? Or when you are sitting on your deck, sitting on the couch, sitting at your desk, in your studio or den, what's in your cup? This episode of my podcast is about what nurtures you, what enriches you, what sustains you and fills you up to make your life whole. I heard that question at a funeral several months ago. Unfortunately, it was the funeral of a nephew of a close friend. He was in his early 40s and had died by suicide. It was tragic for everyone in the family and his close friends. The sermon by the preacher was titled, What's in Your Cup? The minister said whenever he saw this young man at a church event, he had a cup with something in it. It wasn't alcoholic. He just always had a cup of something. And it had become a running theme and a point of conversation between them that the minister would approach him and ask, what's in your cup? Sometimes it was Kool-Aid or soda or water or something like that. But the two of them had this long-standing conversation between them about what would be in the cup. And the minister reflected on that cup as a way to now see what was or wasn't sustaining the young man. Sometimes the cup was full. Sometimes it was only half full, half empty. He was looking at whether our lives can be measured by what is in our cup. Whether the substance is enough. Whether we have what we truly need to be whole. To feel like we can make it from one day to another day. But more importantly, to not just survive but thrive, to really be fulfilled and go beyond our current circumstances. Each of us should believe that we're not just making it from day to day, but have the capacity to do more, be more. So what's in your cup? Are you able to refill it when it gets low? Do you have the resources to get recharged, re-energized? Here are some thoughts from me about what to put in your cup. First, rest. Are you getting enough sleep? Uninterrupted, real sleep? Are you shutting down from the day so that when you lay down for the night, your mind can rest? and your body can rest? Did you start your shutdown timely enough so that you aren't tossing and turning for 30 minutes when you do lie down? Yes, the sleep experts have a point about putting away our devices. Just ask my husband. He raises this point to me on numerous occasions. 
He's actually much better at doing this than I am. He turns off the TV, turns off his phone and his computer about 20 to 30 minutes before he goes to bed. He lets his mind begin a shutdown so that he is ready to really be at rest. Then are you getting enough sleep? Many studies talk about the need to get at least seven to eight hours of sleep. And honestly, as we get older, we probably need more because the aging process means more time for our body to rejuvenate and the cells to recover. So put in your cup, rest. Next, put in your cup, authentic relationships. Whether it is family or friendships, we need connection. We need to be connected to someone. Spending time alone to be able to reflect on what is going on with us, to know where we stand, what we want to do, what our goals are, determine next steps, and so forth, should absolutely be a part of your routine. However, we also need to have others to share our lives with. It doesn't have to be physical, but we all need to know that someone else cares about us for us, with our joys and our disappointments. Friendships and family relationships do add value to our lives. And we need to nurture those relationships. Don't let it be just a one-way street. You can make the calls, send the text, send the emails, make the visits. Don't simply expect them to contact you. Don't live on an island. The pandemic has made this more important than ever. For our mental and emotional health, understand the importance of sustaining your relationships. If you don't have enough, make new ones. Reach out to your alumni groups, your church groups, your professional organizations, or start volunteering and make new friends in the process. Say hello to a neighbor and make a new friend. None of us has to be isolated. Go to a coffee shop. You can do that. We've got vaccines now. Wear a mask, but you can make a new friend. It can be scary to reach outside of ourselves, but it will also be rewarding. Another valuable ingredient for your cup is love. That's my third one. Give it and receive it. I believe love comes in many different forms. Love is about sharing of yourself. One form is when you volunteer and give back to your community. Whenever you want to know or feel something for yourself, give that same thing to someone else and you will receive it back. To me, that's love. And open yourself up to love 
by feeling gratitude for the blessings of what you have. I think that's love. That's love for God and the universe, which I believe is interchangeable. We're all one. Whether you are religious or spiritual or scientific in your view of life, the things that life gives you back are forms of love based on what you have given. You receive what you give. Of course, another way to look at that is karma and reaping what you sow. It's just all love in other terms. So fill your cup with love and it will overflow. The last suggestion, the fourth I have for what is useful to have in your cup is patience. Oh, nature works its way the way that nature works its way. All things in time, but never give up. Never. If you keep yourself in the game of life, you always have a chance. It's only when you take yourself out that there's no longer a chance to win. There are commercials in my state for the lottery that refer to, you gotta be in it to win it. And I believe that applies to life. There will be days when it seems tougher than other days, but patience, steady as she goes, you can make it. Change and better moments really could be just around the bend. Ask any farmer or horticulturist or parent about patience. A seed is put in the soil on one day and the stalk, the tree, the fruit, the vegetables aren't going to appear the very next day or the next week. But if the seed is watered and given room to grow, the benefits of the planting will come. Ask any parent if on the day of a child's birth, do they start to walk? Do they talk immediately? Can they feed themselves? Of course not. It takes time for children. It takes time for nature to grow. Children will learn, and that can't be hurried. Being a farmer or a parent with patience also becomes a little bit easier when you laugh. So with the gift of patience, smile and know that everything in life shouldn't be taken too seriously. Children will teach you that. <laughs> with patience, you realize that calm is better than knee-jerk panic. And laughter and smiles can often be enough to diffuse a situation just long enough for patience to enter. So have some patience in your cup and lighten your load with laughter. Audrey Hepburn said, 
To plant a garden is to believe in tomorrow. And I say, for that, you need patience. All in all, my suggestions for what to have in your cup, rest, authentic relationships, love, and patience. Four relatively simple substances that I believe add value to your life and years to your life. When you sip and partake from these as sustenance regularly, you will be nurtured. You will be filled up with endurance for many of the challenges that come in the journey. This I do believe. Add anything else that serves you well, but this core of rest, authentic relationships, love and patience in your cup, yeah, that's good. So what's in your cup? Make it good enough to carry you through the good times and the tough times, and surely you will be all right. Thank you for listening. Always own your own power, and you will win in all ways.